0: Hey, what's up? Welcome back to the show. Today's guest is novelist Joanna Morey. She talks about the three most important things she wants her son to learn from her and much, much more.
1: Coming live
0: from the Fly Studio in Commerce Township, it's the Fulfilling Life's Yearnings Podcast! And I'm your host, Blake Giovanni Thomas Sule. And if you're ready to be your best by writing the script of your life to whatever you want it to be, and taking action on your dreams, then this is the podcast for you. It's time to enter the fly zone. Hey, what's up everybody? It's the fly host you love the most and I'm back with another episode of Fulfilling Life's Yearnings and I have another special guest for you today. Her name is Joanna and now I'm embarrassed. I actually forgot to ask you how you say your last name. So can you say that for me? I can. It's Maury. Joanna Maury. And Joanna is an author that I met uh, at For the Love of Books in Commerce Township at a, I guess, a meet and greet of meeting the different authors in the area. And just walked over to her and just started the conversation because I was looking for, you know, new people to have on the podcast and just really interested in, in hearing, you know, other people's stories about, why they're doing what they're doing and and Joanna was very receptive of that and just shared with me her story of for why she was writing a book but before we get into all of that I just want to welcome Joanna to the show and say you know thanks for being here and how are you
1: well thank you so much for having me I'm doing very
0: well great great so just for starters can you just tell us about yourself you know who you are your your background and and um know where you come from?
1: Absolutely. Um, so I grew up in Charlotte, Michigan, and I actually um, currently still live there with my family. Okay. Um, and I, I guess I, I graduated high school in 2003. And I, after, right after that, I was a hairdresser for 10 years. Oh, wow. And then um, about halfway through that career, I decided to go back to school. So I attended, um, a local community college and then transferred to Eastern Michigan University to, um, finish up my bachelor's Mm -hmm. in finance. So, um, after that, I, um, began working at a software company. Um, so I work in, uh, financial management at the software company. Um, just doing like support, working with people on a day-to-day basis and, um, you know, helping uh, customers with their issues with the software. Mm -hmm. And um, two years ago, I um, had my son, Holden, Mm. and um, that's kind of where this whole book writing began. Um, He just kind of inspired me to do something that I always wanted to do, and um, I began writing my first novel. It's called Like Sparrows. I started writing that last October, Mm -hmm. and it was published in July, so... So that's me. That's that.
0: That is really cool. So just talking <laughs> about that experience of, you know, you had your son and then you, and I might have missed it, but you said you thar- started thinking of putting the book together after he was born or did that come about beforehand?
1: Uh, it was after. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's
0: cool. and, and talking about the book and we'll bring that up, you know, what's, what's the book and, and what's it about? So the book is a contemporary romantic fiction novel. Um, it's about
1: a young girl. She leaves her widowed father. She's um, she's 22 years old. She wants to go and, and spread her wings in a new location. So she does that in... Um, North Carolina and she meets and falls in love with the man of her dreams and everything's great, but then something terrible happens and they are separated. Mm. Um, So during the time that this, Tragedy is taking place and she is um, not with the love of her life. This other man steps in and tries to win her love. So the story kind of goes through um, the transformation that she's making um, and um, the journey of where she ends up. So there's a little bit of, you know, in the book, um, um, she's just trying to figure out her path. So...
0: That's really yeah. cool. Now, yeah. where where did that, you know, the <laughs> where did the idea come from, you know, to do the book? Was it something that you had been, you know, thinking about doing for a while or all of a <laughs> Actually, sudden? Actually, like, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: yeah. So my writing process, people always ask, how did you come up with it? Or what's your writing process? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really just kind of a mess. Mm-hmm. Um, so um when I was little, I um, I, I had always liked writing, and I guess how I would come up with my thoughts and ideas for writing is I would just I I never really um, I stayed up late at night. I was a, okay. light, a night owl, so so um so I would think of all these ideas, mm. and um so fast forward to when I had my son, you're you're up late. There's you know feedings in the middle of the night and Mm -hmm. so I guess just in um, you know (laughs) spending that time with him and trying to stay sane you know these these ideas and this story just kind of um, developed and um, I just kind of thought I should I should write this down yeah and um, and it was the best thing I've ever done so it just kind of I don't know how it happened but it just kind of unfolded
0: yeah and um, and
1: it's it's been great
0: so no I get that because it's and I like that the way you said that is because it's it wasn't something, you know, that you necessarily intentionally planned on doing. But out of the, you know, what I always say and then what what another guest I had on the show would always talk about is that that life is full of, you know, random events. And then this is sequence of things just start making sense, I guess. And then from yes. there you get this this surge or like this. Forward momentum pushing you into something that you might never even consider doing before. So that's that's awesome that that worked out for you that way. That is absolutely absolutely what happened. Yes, because so <laughs> even, even for me with doing the show, starting the podcast, that was something I didn't intend to do. It, it was is one of those things where I was I was doing you know uh, motivational speaking in schools and and then from there I was like well there has to be another way where I can continue. To you know, talk at least, uh, even if it's just to myself, and <laughs> and have and have a way to share those messages with other people, and then from there, okay, we'll start a podcast, start putting you know a whole show together, and then fast forward to where we are now. From April is just find other people who have you know awesome cool stories to share as well, <laughs> and 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 allow them to you know talk about whatever message that they have. So I think I, I enjoy the, the, like the randomness that goes into things or even uh, the, the timing of how things just seem to work out if you just, you know, start on something. So I think that's really cool. Um, Absolutely. So, I did also want to ask because when we were at at the Commerce Library and, and I asked you why you wrote the book, the thing you said it was, you know, your son. And, yes. And I thought that was, you know, very powerful and, and just a uh, the ultimate way, I guess, of of having something physical or something that you can show that that is, you know, out of the norm, I guess, for for most people to do something creative with with really no sort of tangible thing at the end, and showing yes. that once you you know put the time and effort into doing something that that you know at the end even if you might surprise yourself but you'll have something that's really cool that you can say look I had no idea how it was going to turn out in the end but I just had had this belief that if I worked on it and, and and continue to do it you know for a long period of time that something will come out of this whether I failed or not something will still be here you know at <laughs> At, at, the end of this journey. So that's awesome. And I, and I just want to applaud Absolutely. you for that. because I think that's, that's really awesome as, as far you. as being able to put that book together and balancing family life and working.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I know people ask me how I did it. I, I really have no idea, but mm-hmm. you know, when I, when I want to get something done, I'm going to get it done. So. Oh yeah. I definitely,
0: <laughs> I definitely understand that. And so I just want to bring up, you know, there were some things that or, you know, the topics that you wanted to talk about that were just very, you know, interesting to me. I wanted to see if you could shed some light on those. Absolutely. And so the first one you brought up was, you know, you are never too old.
1: Yes, you're never too old, Mm -hmm. too poor, or too broken to follow your dreams. So that's kind of like my motto, I guess, if you will, my mantra throughout this whole book writing process. Um, when I started, I I didn't really, I kind of, I knew, but I didn't know that mm-hmm. I would write a book, you know. Um, but I think that, um, I think that, so like you kind of talked about, you know, we, we go through these um, experiences in life and they kind of just like, take off and go somewhere. And I think I knew in the beginning that, um, you know, something great would unfold. I I didn't really know what, but, um, at least, um, I knew I would send a message. Mm -hmm. So, um, so when I actually had, you know, physical copies of the book and, you know, obviously you feel very accomplished in that. Um, that's kind of, um, so that message, you're never too old, too poor, too broken, to follow your dreams, that, that's really just what kind of stuck in my head um, mm-hmm. with all of it. So when I do my book signings or, um, you know, um, people purchase copies, that's, I like to kind of tuck that inside there. Nice. So just to spread that message because it's, it, that's really important to me to share right. with other people. So And these are also yeah.
0: messages for your son as well, right?
1: Absolutely. I mean, number one, you know, Mm -hmm. so I mean, that's the whole point of it. So I mean, obviously, I want to teach him that. And, um, you know, if I can spread that message to others as well, then that's just really what this is all
0: about, you know, right. So yeah, that's that's cool. And where did, you know, I guess, you know, there's always different motivational pieces out there or inspirational things that we can look at for for a sense of direction, I guess, but where you know, where did that, that message resonate with you? You know, where did that come from for you to be able to say, you know, this is my motto and this is what I stand by?
1: Um, That's a good question. I mean, um, can you... <laughs> I guess I could answer that in many different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess how, I'm trying to think of how to answer this, I guess, because I want to answer it like four different ways. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess, um, to me where, where that comes from, um, is I guess my spirituality Mm, and mm -hmm. my spirituality is very broad in terms of the spectrum that people put themselves on. Okay. So, and and I kind of like to be spread across the spectrum. So that way my message reaches other people, mm. you know, that may be on different ends of the spectrum. Okay. Do you get know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. So, <laughs> I'm like, this is not going to make sense. Oh no, I'm up. Um, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and now my thoughts are kind of all over the place with, <laughs> with focusing an answer here, but, um, I guess, um, in, in my life's experience with, you know, everything that I've been through with, Mm -hmm. um, going through, um, different career changes, Mm. different, um, decisions that I've made in my life and paths that I have chosen. This is kind of, um, just kind of a culmination of, I guess, where I've ended up. So, and, um, I've always had this, um, faith kind of, pushing me to keep, keep going. And then, you know, after I had my son that just even more pushed this. So yeah, I guess just life experiences, um, my spirituality and my faith and my son has just really, um, brought me to this point with, so I don't know if that answers your question, but that's my thoughts about that. No, I think, I
0: think, (laughs) (laughs) no, that was a great way to answer because it's it's one of those things where I guess it just popped in my head. So I asked it, but I think it was the way the way you answered it, and I'll just you know su- uh, paraphrase what you were saying too, just to okay. put it back out <laughs> that, that, <might> be <laughs> that that through the the culmination of different things that you've gone through in your life, and yes. and that resolve that you can you know overcome, I guess, or continue to progress, even yes. when when you don't necessarily see. Uh, what the end is gonna look like, and that you, you said keep, that you you're saying this going. much better than I did, <laughs> <laughs> and you keep going anyways. No, but you gave me the words first, <laughs> <laughs> and you just keep and you keep going. And it was funny that you said that because I was you know talking with my mom the other day, and and I was telling it. You know, we always talk back and forth about you know she because she's one of my sources of inspiration as well about the things that she's doing, and I t- and I said to her, you know. Sometimes the timing wasn't right for, you know, a certain thing that I wanted to do. And she goes, no, it wasn't necessarily that the timing wasn't right, but it was that you just had to go through some more things first. And then and then now looking back, you can take those things that you came up with then and now they make sense for where you are now.
1: Your like, mama is a smart woman. Said, you know what?
0: I'm glad I keep you around. <laughs> that was really good. But no, she always, you know, shares those things with me and that. And another one was that there isn't necessarily, because I always say to her, you know, sometimes I can't see, you know, the end of the tunnel, right? Like, I don't know when I'm going to be out and be able to see the light, if you will, and, and try to figure out where to navigate. And she goes, well, you don't you don't want the tunnel to stop. Yeah. Because it's always it's always a journey. If you if you're if you're getting getting off of the tunnel then that I guess <laughs> that kinda means that that your journey is stopping and she says you want to stay on there and, and keep on travelling through that tunnel as much as you can and along the way just pulling pulling in different experiences or being able to share different experiences with as many people as you can. So I said, You know what, that 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 really resonated with me and that made a lot of sense too for what you were saying for um for the first point so i think that's awesome how those those connections and parallels uh go hand in hand um and that light
1: at the end of the tunnel i'm gonna i'm just gonna stop you that light at the end of the tunnel (laughs) it's not it's not really like what your your mother said it's not really something we're going towards it's something Mm -hmm. that that light just kind of happens around us right you know so it just and then it just gets brighter, Mm -hmm. I think, as we go on this journey through the tunnel, if you will. Yeah, (laughs) definitely, definitely.
0: Now, when you were writing your book, um, I guess I know sometimes outside voices are saying, oh, why are you writing this or anything like that? What what was that like for you as far as taking on, you know, this, this, this challenge, if you will, or this new project that that doesn't necessarily come with, uh, some sort of reward at the end? How w- how were people supportive or not supportive of that?
1: Um, I would say for the most part, people, mm-hmm. people were very supportive. Mm, okay. Um, there, you know, I mean, I think there were people who were supportive with also kind of that, in the back of their minds, you know, they would tell me, well, if, you know, don't be disappointed mm-hmm. if if nothing ever comes from this. And I'm like, I'm not going to be disappointed in any kind of way right. because, you know, if I just have one copy for myself, if I don't I don't care about, you know, if I sell any or right. if I make any money or I mean, that didn't even matter to me. Okay. So, I mean, no matter what the outcome was, I was I was going to be happy. But and I think um you know, those people who maybe didn't have faith in me but yet still supported me mm-hmm. were a little bit shocked that that it is what it is now. Mm. So so that's kind of a good feeling. Kind oh, of like yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so so um yeah, I kinda like to tuck that in my back pocket a oh, little bit. Oh for sure. So. You yeah. You yeah. gotta keep that one in there. <laughs> that, that's awesome. <laughs>
0: that's cool. So the the yeah. next thing that, you know, I like what you were saying for your topics was about, um, always be learning and, and always be teaching. Can you touch on that too? Yes.
1: Yes. Um, so I feel like, um, in my life's journey, um, you know, we talked about, we never really know the, um, what the outcome is going to be. And we've Mm got, um, all of these, maybe these struggles or maybe these accomplishments, you know, kind of happening simultaneously. And and we, we meet people and people come in and out of our lives and, you know, these things happen. And, and sometimes we're just not really sure about why certain things are happening to us, Mm. whether they're good or whether they're bad. And I just feel like, um, you know, in our, in our day to day, um, interactions with people, um, or just different experiences that happen, you know, we, there's always a lesson. Um, and we just never really know, um, who we could be teaching, you know, in, you know, maybe just, a interaction with this, you know, dude who walks up to me at, you know, Commerce Township Library. (laughs) (laughs) We just, I just think we always need to be, um, you know, teaching isn't sending that message that we, um, that we want to be sending, but also being receptive of the lessons that we could be learning from other people or other situations. And um, I think that if we're always learning and always teaching and we're always growing and I think that's, I mean, maybe for me, that's just my goal is just to be be better and kind of um, keep spreading my message, mm. if you will. So that's my thoughts on
0: that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and to me, that sounds like you know how collaboration is is the ultimate way to help us or help each other you know do better and that was i this i don't know that was always one of those things that from school where you couldn't really collaborate or whatever but but <laughs> something different but i no I definitely agree that you know learning from others and and being able to whatever that message might be that someone can take away is yes. is is, is really cool because even like what you were saying there there are people who I learn from that you know don't even know that I'm learning from them because they might yeah. have put something up on you know YouTube or they have their own podcast or just people that I just see and they're not necessarily thinking well I'm going to do this today so someone can learn from it but just by them you know being true to themselves if you will it it shows I guess me and others who are are observing and and aware of that that wow you know that person you know did something you know cool or i guess it looks cool not in the sense of like the popular person but how cool it is that they are comfortable with themselves and they can be yeah. true to what they stand for and i think in a sense that that inspires others it definitely inspires me when i see you know even for you to have a book out and and to just be able to shed light and and talk about that experience. So that's awesome.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: And then you also talked about, you know, love. And that I I've had Haley Yatroson was another guest um I think you might have met her as well at the and at, at, yeah. at the um In Commerce Library and yeah. that was one of the things that I asked her about too and so I like how you have that on here as well and for her she was saying that love you know she couldn't explain it in a sense like (laughs) with the definition which i thought was an interesting way to uh, take on it which is was fine and it was one of those things that she was saying if she defined it then it puts too many limits on it. right it puts a lot of limits on it so i'm just curious to know hear your thoughts about love as well from uh from your perspective
1: Definitely. I, I definitely agree with her. I was even having a conversation, Mm -hmm. um, with another individual the other day about love. And once we try to, um, like, let's say you, you meet somebody new and, Mm -hmm. and you are, you know, expressing back and forth to this person that you love them and you're trying to define to them what you love about them or Mm -hmm. why you love them. And I feel like, um, real love and maybe, you know, like the love I have for my son, um, you know, I think if we're able to define it using words or using, you know, our actions, it's still just, um, I I think it still places limits on Mm -hmm. what we are actually capable of, um, thinking and feeling and saying Mm -hmm. for, um, you know, our loved ones. So I definitely, definitely agree with her about that. Um, and then an, another thing that i so we're, i'm i'm talking about my son and i'm rambling about love completely <laughs> but, <fine>. um, <laughs> good so <laughs> so um one of the things i mentioned to you that um that i want to teach my son is um to to just love everybody mm-hmm. and um and i mean he's only he's almost 2 years old but he really i mean I think that when, when we're born, kids, you know, children are just, you know, they they don't know anything else right. other than love. And then, you know, all these external forces and other humans and, you know, these, you know, maybe um, tragedies happen in our lives mm-hmm. or whatever that kind of um, harden us and numb us and um, put these we put these walls up on ourselves or maybe okay. others do or whatever, um, preventing us from loving how we loved when we were kids, right. you know, like holding my son. I mean, he'll just go up to anybody and just hug them and love them <laughs> and want to play and chase them around until, you know, they're best friends. Right.
0: <laughs>
1: <And> <laughs> obviously adults don't do that. But I mean, what my point of what I'm trying to say is, you know, I just want him to always keep that, mm. um, part of himself where, you know, he is very accepting of other people and always wanting to, um, you know, put himself out there and help others and, um, show everyone in his world, um, what he's capable of in terms of love. So, yeah. And I think, you know, if we could all teach our children that or whoever teach our parents that teach, you know, anybody we come into contact with that, um, you know there's still um, people in the world who are just wanting to spread that love mm-hmm. uh, and give that message to everybody then then i think um I think we'll be in a good place
0: absolutely so I'm curious what what are your thoughts on you know how whether uh as parents or as adults, what would you say or I guess in your own thoughts how do you show that or, or how do you act on that and, and begin to push that back out into the world so others can also, you know, you know, see that example?
1: Definitely. Um, so I feel like, well, first, let me just put a disclaimer out there that, mm. of course, I am not a perfect person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, and I have my moments where I'm not always expressing right. um, the love that I'm <laughs> talking about. But I think it's very important just to, I mean, even in just day-to-day interactions, you know, you you go to the gas station to, you know get a soda or a snack or whatever. I think it's just always important to just smile at people and just be polite and say, thank you. And, you know, try not to be rude to that waitress who is an hour late bringing you your food. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, if, I mean, even if it's just, you know, paying for the person behind you in the drive through or just, you know, doing these things to not only keep yourself on track with, Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, keeping that, um, keeping that love okay. flowing. right? Um, but I think it also um, encourages other people to to also do the same things. And I think if everybody is um, pouring their energy out there, you know, good energy, then it's just going to come back and, you know, keep flowing um, throughout the universe to everybody. And I think, um, so one of the things that, you know, on love that that I want to teach my son is that to just, stop and listen to people. You know, everybody has their own stories. And, you know, maybe this type of person is not a type of person that we want to associate ourselves with for whatever reason. But I think it's important to um, at least hear their message and hear Mm -hmm. their story. Um, I think we are too quick to put people in these, um, in these boxes. And I think that we're um, you know, we give up on certain types of people, um, and and I think that's unfortunate. So I think that if we um, can, you know, send our message, you know, to other people and maybe these um, types of people that, you know, society is just kind of um, cast away because, they're, you know, for whatever reason, right. um, th- then I think that will... Um, I, get, I keep saying this, but I, but I mean it, you know, to help send that message um, of love mm. and acceptance. So,
0: yeah, no, Does that definitely, make sense? I, yeah, I, <laughs> no, that definitely makes sense. I get it because what you're doing, or what I'm hearing you say, is that you know, if you present, you know, what I guess the way I always think of it, based off of what you were saying, is that each of us has like our our own world, I guess, that we're in. Right yes. and and around us, the world that we see is like the well, the world that's in front of us is the one that we see in our own reality. And yes. So by like you putting out this loving reality, and you see you, you see things in a, in a in a positive manner. I mean, everyone has their their off days, which because yeah. you know, like we're we're human beings and and yes. we're not perfect, of course. But you have that at least that awareness that this is the reality that you, you know, would choose to live in and so you're presenting that, you know, throughout your day to day life as you were saying, like paying for the person behind you or smiling and or or just having common courtesy for for your your fel- your your fellow human being. Yes. And just being patient and just just all these sorts sorts of things that I guess sometimes just gets lost in and everything that's going on in the world and, and it's like you know the nursery rhyme stuff that we all learned as kids Just basics but they just get pushed aside or or people are seems to sometimes uh just run through and and just blatant disregard for others but but like you're saying I think we can still get back to that if if people just realize that you know how would i want to be treated i guess yeah. and 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 then hopefully then they can also begin to remove like the negative reality that they're in and begin to let in more of the positive stuff and and maybe that that will be the change so i think that's really you know cool that you do that and and just are teaching that to your son because that's something that i think is missed i guess sometimes as far as parents not, or even other people not realizing that how we act impacts how then other people begin to act. So that's, yeah. that's awesome that you guys get that. So that's really cool.
1: Another thing that came to my mind um, while you're answering this, so I think mm-hmm. it's also important, you know, so we, um, I think it's important to look at these. Um, interactions with people mm-hmm. as opportunities even if it seems like um you know something negative or um you know maybe we're going through a hardship you know mm-hmm. i think it's always important to um try to focus on the opportunity so um i was having a conversation um with someone the other day um who was going through something kind of tough and um we were both trying to um, you know think of the positives that um, could be um, taken from the situation okay and um, so this person says um, that they try to they're trying to get through this difficult time as seeing it as an opportunity, not why is this happening why is this happening to me, but it's oh. This I get to experience this. I get to go through this, so that way when I'm done, I'm I'm stronger, and I can maybe um, know how to better help somebody else who is maybe going through a similar situation. Right. So I think you know, we just we have to look at it like that, or it can really um, you know bring us down and then not give us the ability to um, grow and also spread that love and and be that message to other people. So.
0: No, yeah, you're. I, I, I totally get that because I know a lot of times I talk in like the the, the optimistic way of things, and sometimes <laughs> yes. it, that that only comes out because I guess that's how I'm always thinking now. Nah, but like you're right. I mean, when you're talking about that, there are those you know those moments when we still go through you know no rough times, and and what I refer to those as is like experiential learning experiences. Yeah. Right? and it's yeah. it's one of those things. And I got that you know a couple of years ago. I was in Philadelphia for school. And as opposed to you know the the, the typical way that uh, college is, you go to class, lecture, and papers or tests or whatever, ha- what have you. For this particular program I was in, we had to, in a sense, come up with objectives that we wanted to learn. You know, while we were in the city, mm-hmm. whether that was you know how to use public transportation or, you know, um, meet new people and talk about it. So. Sure. In that instance, I was like, wow, that parallels, you know, directly to life because as opposed to what you were saying is just why me, you know, why is this happening, you know, you could, yes. what what is going on here? And it, I don't want to say it's like homework, but it kind of <laughs> is. It's like, okay, I just went through something, you know, that I didn't want to happen to me what can I extract from it and, and what can be learned from it? Because, you know, yeah. cause like you said, someone someone else is going through something kind of similar, even if they're not, you sharing your experience and showing that you made it out of that. And yes. then you were able to come back at a later time and then, you know, say, okay, this is what happened. Here's why it happened. This is what I learned from. And I just find that um, something that even for me I do cuz I journal yeah uh, mm-hmm. and just try to get my thoughts out and so I don't hold it in cuz I feel like when you do keep it all bottled up then then that just doesn't lead to uh being very productive or moving forward um so I did want to ask you um just talking about that what are like uh you know strategies that you use even for yourself when uh you're going through a tough time or just what are your like what do you do to release um, and just be able to learn from what happens or even to cope when things aren't going the way you want
1: mm-hmm. very very good question so so you mentioned homework, and I think that is a very good thing to to give ourselves um, so I guess when i'm when I'm struggling or i'm you know experiencing something very frustrating um, i mean definitely um what I do to cope. So you mentioned journaling. I definitely write a Mm -hmm. lot. (laughs) Um, so obviously, um, so, and, um, I think that, um, you know, writing the book and then I'm writing, um, a few others in the process of, um, so I I think that really helps me, um, stay focused and centered on, um, what's important Mm -hmm. and, um, so, anything that maybe I may be going through or that 's troubling me, um, I can kind of um, focus maybe the negative energy into something positive okay um, so i think I think I always try to keep that in mind i mean that 's not always right like you said, we all have our bad days, um, but I definitely think um, writing helps um, and just sharing your experience with other people you know it 's always good. Um, to talk about things that you're going through um, because you just never know, like I said earlier, about how you could be, you know, teaching somebody else um, and they can be just learning from what you're going through. And that may even be, you know, now I'm going to go off on another tangent, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe what you're going through, you know, that's helping an und- another individual you in a way that you could never imagine with what they're going through. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I mean, we all experience life, um, but I think it's just important to share it with others because in, in some way we're always um, building each other
0: up mm-hmm. and, and growing. So,
1: yeah, I guess that's it.
0: No, I get it. Because <laughs> for me when I have that those moments, you know, I'm mad or whatever, the first thing I'm doing is getting by myself <laughs> or either – Listening to some music, yeah, writing music. Uh, yeah, going to the gym, <laughs> yeah, definitely, <laughs> without all the anger or whatever whatever's going on that day, but yeah, I definitely get that and and just I like to spend time with myself and just really listen to my own thoughts because everything else around me just I guess it kind of distracts me, and it helps me, or when I'm away from it, it just puts me in in the zone to really. You know decompress or or work on some breathing or whatever what yeah do. so that always works for me too so that's cool that you do that you have like a, a, a not necessarily a process but you know you know when you get in that that type of mode what you need to do to build yourself back up
1: yeah definitely
0: so i know you, you talked about that you have you know other works coming out um can you talk about those
1: yeah, so, <laughs> um, so during the, um, when the publication for Like Sparrows was underway and I was mm. done writing, um, you know, I wanted to just keep writing. Right. So um, I had this idea for um, another book that I'm currently about halfway in the process okay. of writing, and that is called um, The Pieces She Couldn't Keep again. So, so I write contemporary romantic fiction. Um, and so this is the same thing. It's not a sequel. It's just a, okay. a, a, a love story, if you will, um, about um, a, it's kind of, it, I guess the message that I'm trying to send with this book is that, um, you know, our timing and love is not always perfect. So this um, man and this woman they meet, and, you know, the timing is just all wrong. And um, the book kind of goes through their story of um, uh, very bad timing. Okay. <laughs> um, and then, so, <laughs> um, in writing that book, so I always get this horrible case of writer's block <laughs> around um, between, like, at the, like, between the 20,000 and the 40,000 word. Okay. Arc where i'm just like man i hate this this is terrible no one ever want to read it but they do because i let people read it and they say Mm -hmm. it's awesome whatever but um (laughs) so then i get these other ideas so um i started writing this this other book um it's it doesn't have a title yet but what's um what's happening with this book is that it's going through a series of um different days. So there's this event that happens that affects, um, a, tr- a tragedy that affects, um, several different people. And in the beginning of the book, it starts, um, so each chapter is a different day and the, uh, but they don't go in order. Okay. So you kind of think like, oh, chapter one, oh, this is, this is what's happening here. And then you realize at the end of the chapter, that, wow, that is not what I thought. And it kind of keeps going through these days well, where you think um, that this is the story, but then, um, you know, kind of at the uh, the turning point of the book, you realize that it's just something completely different, and you just are like, you just have to keep reading. So um, I'm, I'm really excited about that. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's maybe what I'm most passionate writing about. Um, and then... <laughs> I did actually start a sequel to like Sparrow. So I think that's just really making my current fans that have read the book, just ecstatic. So I have to do that. (laughs) I have to, you know, I have to, I have to make them happy. So, um, so I'm busy. (laughs) So yeah, I have no idea which one I'm going to finish first and maybe I'll finish all of them at once, but, um, it's just something that I really love and I'm just really happy
0: to, um, get it all out there so yeah that's awesome so I've never read I guess a romance novel but I am extremely intrigued (laughs) and probably will be reading your books because it's just the way you're describing them and I do watch you know some of the shows like that on tv and I I guess I never thought to pick up a book and read about it but you know what you're describing to me is like the type of things I like watching on tv so I'm really (laughs) I'm definitely gonna get that so I can start reading it do you have like a guy audience too
1: I do actually. Yes, no, I do. I really do. So, um, and it's funny because, um, you know, everybody that has picked up the book, um, you know, male or female, young or old, they're like, this is not what I thought this Mm -hmm. book was going to be. You know, I've had people like, I do not read romance. And they're like, this kept me on my toes because not only is it a romance, I mean, it's just, um, there's a point in the book where you're just like, this event happens and you're just like, oh my goodness, you know, and then everybody says at that point, they just, you know, they spend like the rest of their day or, you know, two days just, <laughs> you know, consumed by this book. But um, yeah, so just the, the message or the basic theme um, behind like Sparrows is um, just, you just never know what, um, where life is going to take you. Okay. And it could, um, you know, lead you, eventually you're going to Life will lead you to where you're supposed to be, even Mm. though at the time, you know, what these characters are going through is like, why is this happening to me? This is so horrible or, you know, um, but eventually you you end up where you're supposed to be.
0: So, yeah. So
1: you should read it. I'm just saying.
0: (laughs) So my my question is (laughs) when you're writing or or even preparing to write does the what is the process? I know it was, it was you were saying earlier. It's like random, but are you are you doing spending time like researching and and trying to look at and and just like taking things from what you observe and and trying to tie those connections into your writing, or or just you sit down and just think, okay, what what do I want to write about, and just see where it goes. All of the above. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so. Um yeah the process is um is kind of a wreck, but it's like my big, beautiful mess oh, yeah, so for sure. um so uh, so I mean sometimes I even just get an idea from like i like I hear a song and i'm uh-huh. like i have like this story just kind of happens in my mind just based on a song you know mm-hmm. I hear um but I mean, a lot of times ideas just kind of like come into my mind, or like names for characters. Like I feel, I mean, it sounds kind of strange, but I feel like you know I don't come up with them. Like they they find me, you know, <laughs> <I get it. laughs> if you will. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, so it just kind of happens. You know, I could be I could be anywhere, and I get an idea, mm-hmm. and I have to you know type it out on my phone, <laughs> or I have to scribble it down here, or I mean, it's just it's it's very random, but it it all just like beautifully comes together and okay. just this way that I never thought it would, would work out like that. I mean, I've, um, but I, I also try to structure it. I mean, mm-hmm. um, if there's some, if there's a topic that I'm not too familiar with or, um, an area, um, that maybe I haven't traveled to that I, that I want to experience and get, um, you know, a feel for the area, then, um, of course I'll, I'll do my research and, um, you know, it's amazing. I, I, I was, um, at a book signing at a library a few weeks ago and Mm -hmm. someone asked me about research and, you know, if it was difficult and, and really it's not because like people, I mean, you could call up any place that you're, you're interested in or, um, I mean, people, people are just very willing to, to talk. (laughs) And, um, if you are interested in what they have to say, then they will tell you anything you want to know about, Mm -hmm. um, you know, um, you know, where they're from or their experience or, um, an organization that they're associated with. I mean, people will just tell you anything. So oh, research figure, huh? is not hard. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so, um, so that's really great. So, so sometimes I have some structure, um, you know, I outline a few things, but it just kinda, I just kinda, uh, if you will, just kind of puke it all out and then oh, make yeah. sense of it later. Right. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I get that a lot. And that makes sense. So, what do you have more scribbles in on your iPhone, a bunch of, do you have a bunch of notes or do you tend to carry around like uh, a note a small little notebook or something like that?
1: Both. <laughs> Both. It's just whatever is handy. I mean, I have like receipts in my purse that have just thought scribbled on oh um, a yeah. lot of times. So I keep my phone tucked under my pillow at <laughs> night um, because I mean, if you get a thought in the middle of the night, you don't want to be getting up, turning on a light, finding a pen, writing it all down. So um, I think that's when a lot of thoughts come to my mind. So I um, just keep that handy and put it in the notes, mm-hmm. you know, my iPhone or whatever um, that works out pretty well. <laughs> but, um, or if it's at work, you know, I have like post-its, <laughs> its scribbling down, but oh, yeah. just really anything, anywhere. Yeah, I keep a notebook in my purse, and that's full, so. So I haven't, yeah. really,
0: I haven't really asked many people this question, but I'm curious to hear hear your thoughts. Since you talked about, you know, in the middle of the night, you might get, like, an idea or something. Do you, like, find yourself dreaming, and then, like, that you'll, you'll wake up and record what that dream is, or do you find yourself, like, or end you know, controlling your dream and kind of like working your way through what you might want to write about?
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, It's funny. Um, Dreams are amazing. Mm -hmm. And um, there is a a small piece of my book that touches on dreams and how they shape our destiny. Um, So that's kind of that's another piece that's kind of thrown in there, but yeah, I, I will have dreams. I mean, I have, um, you know, dreams about, you know, characters or names or places, or just even like, um, maybe I'll wake up and I'll just have, a um, a mood, if you will, Mm. in, in mind for, for what I want to write about. So definitely. Um, and then, (laughs) Uh, I could probably talk about dreams for another hour, but I won't do that to you.
0: So (laughs) I'd probably sit here and listen.
1: (laughs) So um yeah, but dreams. Um, so you you mentioned something about um how you can kind of control your dreams and control the outcome, and that is a real thing. Like that happens to me a lot, and that's just that's really incredible. Um like I said, I could I could I could talk about it for a while. So um (laughs) So yes, to answer yes, your question, awesome. so
0: yes. I, I'll, <laughs> so I'll just share this part too because that happens to me too, and I always ask people about it, and they're like, "Huh, what is that?" And I'm oh. like, "Have you seen? Have you seen?" And In- I would tell them how, like, "Have you seen Inception?" And they will even say like, "What? What's that?" It's like you can control your dreams and stuff. And They're like, yes. "Oh, really?" So like the no, thing- <laughs> you can. <laughs> <laughs> so when I when it does happen to me, I guess it always happens like around nap if I take a nap I, I can do it easier but when it does the first thing I always do is is I go flying what, what's the thing that you do
1: um so yeah um uh, so it's, <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> so I have these um recurring dreams mm-hmm. so and and I know what you mean it's always it's always at that nap time well it's it's just um, the state of your subconscious allows you to mm. um, control your dreams. So my dreams are sometimes like kind of scary. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> so what I try to do is um, I typically am trying to wake myself up okay. from the dream. Right. So um so yeah usually in my dream that where where I am trying to con- control what's happening is is I'm I'm really just trying to wake myself up. So okay. if it's like. Um, you know, flying, falling, whatever (laughs) it is. I try to just make that happen. But uh, (laughs) um, one thing about dreams, though, that's kind of cool. So I have these recurring dreams and One of them is, um, that I try to control, um, is, so I have this in my dream, I have this inability for some reason in my dream, I need to, um, like call for help. Like I need to call 911 or something Mm -hmm. like that. And always in my dream, I can never do it. Like my phone doesn't work or, I mean, this is like terrible, right? Um, first, I mean, this is probably, I probably dreamt about this 50 times and, um, yeah, so so I can never get it to happen, but um, but recently um, I'm I'm able to do it. Like the call goes through, oh. and so to me that's that's just um, I think it's just sending me a message that um, that I'm growing, that I'm oh, making things happen. Right. So yeah, you're like this girl is weird. She's dreaming about some weird stuff, but <laughs> the whole point of what I'm trying to tell you is that um, I think I think our dreams let us know that that we're growing and that maybe we're getting through. Um, a struggle or something in life or maybe they're teaching us or getting us ready to go through a struggle so Mm
0: -hmm. that being said about my crazy dreams no that's awesome I'm I'm weird (laughs) like that because I always try to talk to people about it and they're like dude what do you say I'm like gosh you're not the person to talk about dreams with (laughs) exactly or I'm really weird okay (laughs) no that's awesome because I'm all into the, the psychological stuff and yeah. and writing down my dreams and anything like that. But that's cool. We could, like you said, probably spend hours talking about dreams too, yeah. but <laughs> I won't do that to you today. I know you have all <laughs> the other stuff going on. Um, just to, you know, start wrapping things up. And, you know, we talked about, you know, your journey and and um, your son, how that, you know, what inspired you to, I guess, write the book and then be able to show him that you can accomplish anything you put your heart into and then also you know the different things that you have coming out in dreams what if you will would be like your call to action or or your message for you know myself or for others about you know um making happen what you want to happen
1: i think it just goes back to um you know, kind of like my my life motto right now is mm-hmm. that you are never too old, mm-hmm. too poor, or too broken to follow your dreams. I mean, I think that's that best just sums it up. Just go out there and just get it,
0: <laughs> make it happen. <laughs> go get it. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, you have to you have to just do it. It's not going to come to you. It's not going to you know. It's not going to plop into your lap.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: you have to go out and
0: do it. So. Yeah, and don't be afraid yeah. to ask and and, and yeah. or say what you want because. You put it out there, I mean, you'll begin receiving those things. So I I like that a lot. I think it's simple. Your life Mm -hmm. motto was, and i even read it again, you know, you're never Mm -hmm. too old, too poor, or too broken to follow your dreams. So that's, we'll leave it there. And then then the final thing I do want to ask you, so thanks again uh, for spending time with me, is if you had to give a definition for fulfilling life's yearnings, what would it be?
1: I was supposed to be thinking about this the whole time, right?
0: (laughs) I distracted you.
1: (laughs) Oh, um, it's just do what you love. Uh, No matter what people tell you, just do what you
0: love. Perfect. That's it. Yes. Love it. Thanks again for coming on and, and sharing some laughs with me that, Gosh, I think I think I'm almost at my laugh quarter for today because <laughs> that, that was that was. Well, you're coming back anytime. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of fun. So that was Joanna Mori uh, talking with me, your host Blake Sule, and you were listening into fulfilling life's yearnings. And Joanna, um, is there any way for us to check out, you know, your works or to you know see what you're up to? Absolutely.
1: Um, I have a Facebook page. Okay. It's just Joanna author. author um, And then if you want to purchase the book, and I'm just going to show you what this little beauty looks like all right, right here. Um, that it's available on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and, and um, you can get uh, paperback, hardcover, or electronic version. So, yeah. So that's Sweet. me.
0: Awesome. Yeah. So I'll have all those things in the show notes for today's episode so check it out you know I'm not, I'm not a romance person I mean I do love romance and now I am really intrigued and am going to read her books because she's really awesome and I just want to see you know what she puts into writing and what her works turn out to be so definitely you know, stay in tune for the, the thing that she has coming out and again I just want to applaud you and, and say thank you uh, for being willing to, you know, share your story, you know, come on and, and share some laughs and just talk about Fulfilling Life's Yearnings. Thank you very much, Blake. I appreciate it. Awesome. So I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Right, bye-bye. bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Fulfilling Life's Yearnings. I want to know what your biggest takeaway is, so please head on over to fulfillinglifesyearnings.com today And click on the show notes link for today's episode, which is located on the homepage, and leave a comment. The show notes page is where you can find the resources mentioned during the show and will be very valuable for you on your own journey. To stay up to date about what's happening, please subscribe to my newsletter and subscribe to the show on iTunes. And while you're subscribing on iTunes, it would definitely mean a lot to me if you would leave a review to show future potential listeners of Fulfilling Life's Yearnings what you think as your voice helps them decide if fulfilling life's yearnings is right for them now it's in your hands are you ready to fly until next episode stay in the zone and make today a fly day by taking action on your dreams